Hi, I'm Levi, and welcome to Maison Mission. This is the 44th episode of Maison Mission. We're an inclusive faith community, and the word Maison comes from a Greek word that means greater. Maison Mission is about finding greater spaces for people to hear and experience the good news of Jesus. You can find out more about Maison Mission by visiting MaisonMission.com or through the links in the description of this program. Last week, we had some technical difficulties and weren't able to post the program for Maison Live. Uh, thanks so much for being patient with us as we work out the kinks in our programming. Well, this is House Church Week. If you aren't watching today as part of a house church, let us know in the comments where you're watching or listening from. We'd also like to encourage you to join or maybe even start a house church, no matter where you are, so we can grow together as a community. All right, let's dig in. If you're new, this is a great time to be checking us out. We're in a short three-week series looking at our core values, belong, believe, become. And last week, we talked about the importance of belonging. And this week, we're looking at the word believe. And this word actually came up in the teaching last week as we acknowledged that in the church, I'll speak for the American church, differences of belief have often eroded a sense of belonging. The church hasn't always been good at making space for differences of belief and keeping one's sense of belonging intact. So the word believe is interesting to me because it has a bit more depth and nuance and meaning than we often give it credit for, at least in terms of Scripture. If you and I were to sit down and have a conversation, I could ask you some questions that would allow me to know whether or not you believe in certain things. For instance, what if I asked you, I know this is hot button, don't answer this question, do you believe in climate change? Now, there's a segment of the population that believes that climate change exists. It's a, it's a huge problem that we need to be solving before we do so much damage that it's too late. These people would say there are studies that prove this for crying out loud. Why are we still talking about this? All right. There's another segment of the population that believes climate change is no problem at all. In fact, it really isn't even a thing. There are cycles throughout history when the planet is hotter than, than at other times. And they would say there are studies to prove this for crying out loud. Why are we still talking about this? My point actually has nothing to do with climate change. That's another teaching for another day. The point is that some people accept certain claims as fact, while others accept other claims as fact. I, I could go on, and I could ask more questions. Do you believe aliens exist? Do you believe in UFOs? Do you believe in ghosts? Uh, we could continue this line of questioning for, for a long time. And no, these are not going to be the discussion questions at the end of the teaching. But there's a Greek word that gets translated to believe, and it's used over 200 times in the New Testament. It's used over 90 times in the book of John. One pastor writes this, uh, The word pisteo, 
which is the word that's translated to believe, also has a further inherent meaning, along with to be convinced of something and give credence to, it also means trust. If we believe in the biblical sense of the word, then we are trusting. No better word brings out the meaning of belief to a 21st century listener than the word trust. We must be sensitive to the fact that some people believe in Christ in the sense that they accept him as a historical figure who died and arose. However, they are not trusting him alone to save them, which is what the biblical word believe conveys, to trust. Actually, a few months ago, I was riding down the road and I was thinking about these core values, belong, belief, become, and I called Kevin. And I, I, I told him, I said, I love the flow of belong, believe, become. I, I love it. But I kind of hate the word believe. And he's like, what are you talking about, Lowry? I said, I don't want people to think that Maison is one of these churches that simply wants you to believe that, that Jesus was a real person, that he died, that he was the son of God. And if, you're, if you believe that and you're sorry that you've done some bad things, then you get fire insurance and you're good to go. Because be, I told him, believe means so much more than that. Uh, he listened to me and then he said something along the lines of, uh, I think we'll stick with believe and just dig into what it really means. So here we are. Uh, my dad is a retired pastor, and he was a phenomenal preacher. In fact, as a child and as a teen, I kind of didn't want to be a preacher because I remember thinking, man, I could never preach like that. And he would often get invited to speak at youth camps and revivals and special events. And a lot of times uh, I would tag along and sometimes I was drug along, right? But he had a few stories that, that I knew he was going to use when he was a, a guest speaker at these places. And probably my all-time favorite story that, that he would use was wrapped up in the separation of belief is simply affirming a claim mentally and putting trust in something. And I was reminded of this story a few years ago as I visited the site where this story was set, Niagara Falls. And uh, this is the story of Charles Blondin. If you've never heard of him, he was a French daredevil, a tightrope walker with a flair for the dramatic. And he arrived in America from France in the mid-1850s and was the first man to tightrope walk across Niagara Falls. If you have never been to Niagara Falls, you may not know how crazy that is. But on June 30th, 1859, in front of 25,000 people, he did it. He walked across Niagara Falls on a tightrope. And in time, he ended up doing it many, many times because crowds would gather to witness his death-defying acts. One time, he stopped in the middle of of the trip across. He took a camera off of his back. He set it down on the rope, a little tripod, tripod. He took a picture of the crowd. He put it back onto his back and walked the rest of the way across. He reportedly cooked an omelet on the wire and lowered it to the Maid of the Mist boat below him. 
He did handstands on the rope. He hung off the rope by one arm. He hung upside down by his legs. He covered his head with a bag and walked across the falls without being able to see. But one day, as the story goes, he began taunting the crowd after several successful stunts. He called out to them, Do you believe I can carry a man on my back across the falls? They shouted back, We believe! And he called back to them, Do you really believe that I can carry a man across the falls on my back? And they responded, even louder, We believe! We believe! And he shouted to the crowd that day, Who then is willing to be that man? (laughs) The raucous crowd immediately fell silent. He called again, Who is willing to be that man? Crickets. Nobody. There was a whole crowd, thousands of people shouting, We believe, we believe, but nobody wanted to crawl onto his back to prove it. It ended up being his manager that crawled onto his back. And Blondin reportedly told him, his name was Harry, Look up, Harry Colcord. You are no longer Colcord. You are Blondin. Until I clear this place, be a part of me, mind, body, and soul. If I sway, sway with me. Do not attempt to do any balancing yourself. If you do, we will both go to our death. And he walked across the wire with his manager on his back. And I love this story because this gets at the deeper meaning of belief or believe, believing in something or someone. The willingness to put your trust or the full weight of yourself onto that person. It goes far beyond a mental belief to a belief that is rooted in trust that we will put action to. There's a passage in the Bible in the Gospel of John chapter 14. And Jesus had just explained to his disciples that that he was going to be killed. It would be an awful death. And he's actually trying to bring some words of comfort to them. And in this passage, the word believe is used several times. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to read this passage. It's not terribly long, but it's a little bit lengthy. And every time the word believe is used, I'm going to substitute the word trust, okay? He tells his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You trust in God, trust also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would, have, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and welcome you into my presence, so that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. Lord, said Thomas, we do not know where you are going. So how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father and that will be enough for us. Jesus replied, Philip, I have been with you all this time and still you do not know me? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not trust that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words I say to you, I do not speak on my own. 
Instead, it is the Father dwelling in me, performing His works. Trust me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or at least trust on account of the works themselves. Truly, truly, I tell you, whoever trusts in me will also do the works that I am doing. He will do even greater maison things than these, because I am going to the Father. See, each time the word believe is used, we can substitute trust. And that was a part of the original meaning of that word. Not to simply believe a claim, but to put our trust in Jesus, to put our trust in God. So when we're talking about believe as a core value, it's really rooted in this idea of trust that we are willing to trust the full weight of our lives to Jesus, His ways, His teachings, and that those ways, teachings, that Jesus, that His way is the best way to live our life. We trust that forgiving our enemies is better than bitterness. We trust that God is for those who are marginalized, and we join Him in caring for those. We become people that bless those who persecute us because we trust that is a better way. We trust that in God's economy, He is on the side of the spiritually destitute. We trust that the way to truly live, to truly become alive, is to die to ourselves and allow Christ to become alive in us. Over and over and over in the New Testament, there are these ways that Jesus invites us into life that seems completely upside down and backwards from the culture we live in. But the reality is, we are each placing our trust in something or someone. Maybe it's ourselves. Maybe it's our job or careers, our financial stability. Maybe we put our trust in science. Maybe it's one of a zillion other things. We want to be clear. Maison Mission is a faith community that is rooted in trusting Jesus. Trusting that his life was real, his death, his resurrection, that his ways, his teaching, that they are the best way. While also knowing that it is a lifelong journey of trusting. It's not something we do one time at the end of a service. It's something that we do day in and day out. And as, as we are hurt or God brings things to mind that need to be dealt with in His way, we lean into that instead of away from it. I think the invitation that Blondin gave his manager is actually a lot like what Jesus is saying to us. Be a part of me, mind, body, and soul. If I sway, sway with me. Do not attempt to do any balancing yourself. It really seems like an invitation to a sacred dance of sorts. And this is what we mean when we talk about believe or belief as a core value here at Maison Mission. I look forward to the conversation that happens between you in the next few minutes. Grace and peace to each of you. Mm-hmm.